0: Bismillah walhamdulillah salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement My name is Amjad Tarseen and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls Take my hand, take my hand Come with me Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 2.3 of Soul Food Where we're going to look at fortitude And fortitude is essentially another word for patience uh, Where patiently enduring and persevering in the face of difficulties and other things Inshallah in this episode we're going to look at verses that talk about the results of fortitude and patience, the reward of of fortitude and patience with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'll also look at how patience is the soldier of the intellect, how patience is one of the forces of the intellect. We looked at the intellect in the previous episode last week and how patience serves that and is part of that. And then we'll look at three different kinds of patience and fortitude and uh, uh, how we can try to embody and live each kind of patience in our lives. Uh, Before we get into the episode, inshallah, I just want to remind myself and you all that uh, the day of Arafah is actually this Wednesday. So the ninth of Dhul Hijjah, which is considered the greatest day of the year, a day of Remembrance of Allah, a day of dua and prayers and supplications And is highly recommended to also be a day of fasting for whoever is able to fast So make sure that uh, you do your best to fast uh, this upcoming Wednesday uh, After tomorrow the ninth of Arafah, the ninth of Dhul-Hijjah which is the day of Arafah And there's a great reward as the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said Whoever fasts that day Allah will forgive the previous year's sins and the upcoming year's sins. And it is a day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all of the pilgrims and insha'Allah the entire ummah by extension, Amin. So let's look at the verses on fortitude and the verses on patience. Uh, one of the things about fortitude is that it is one of the most important qualities that you see in all of the prophets and messengers that they had this quality of fortitude that they patiently endured so much in their lives from people scorning them, from harm, from uh, uh, sacrifice and so on and so forth, from loss, a worldly sense of loss, uh, that they had to patiently endure through all of that. And if you look at even the story of Prophet Yusuf and Prophet Yaqub and the difficulties that they went through as a family, and the thing that Prophet uh, Ya'qub salam, may God's peace be upon him when he said فَصَبْرٌ جَمِيلٌ That fortitude and patience is beautiful. And it is a part of beautiful character. And it's a part of cultivating our character is having the realities of fortitude and patience within our hearts that has a beautiful manifestation in our character And in our interactions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the other prophets, Prophet Ayyub alayhi salam, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises him, one of the main things that Allah praises about him is his patience. And he says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we indeed found him patient. We indeed found Ayyub patiently persevering the the sickness, the illness that he went through. And Allah says how excellent a servant he was. He was ever turning in repentance to his Lord. That that finding him patient, his patient perseverance is something that was beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and what an excellent servant he was because of that. Allah says in another verse, إنما يوفى الصابرون أجرهم بغير حِسَابٍ that truly, those who endure with patience will be rewarded without measure. That the reward for patience cannot be quantified. That, and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says something like that, it means that it is going to be beyond imagination, it is going to be beyond what you ever could possibly perceive. And that helps us understand some of the difficulties that we see in the world and that we go through, I'm sure you see what's on the news and you see the oppression and the difficulty and, you know, it's very saddening. And, you know, a lot of people wonder, and you might wonder, like, why is this happening? What is going on? But when we see and we look at it from the lens of faith, one of the things that we learn is that the reward for patiently enduring these things Is something that can is beyond measure. It cannot be quantified. It can't be measured. And what's with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beyond any kind of worldly reward that we could even think of. So the next time you're thinking about why is this happening to me, or why is this happening in the world, remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through responding with patience, the reward is beyond measure, uh, and that's another sign for us to recognize how great of a virtue, fortitude, and patience is. In another uh, In another surah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, Talking about the people of paradise. What happens to the people of paradise? The angels enter upon them from every gateway, saying, peace be upon you for what you have borne with patience. How excellent is the final abode. So when the angels, inshallah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we're all of the people of, of paradise and the people of success and felicity. When the angels enter upon those people, the way that they congratulate them, the way that they start off their congratulations is saying, peace be upon you for what you have borne with patience. What you went through in the world and you patiently endured, peace be upon you for that and how excellent is the final abode. And it's highlighting their patience and fortitude in life. So how is patience and fortitude a force and a soldier of the intellect? One of the definitions of fortitude or in Arabic, sabr, It can be defined as, as Habib Umar mentions in the book uh, that we're following through the clarification of noble character. He says that fortitude can be defined as compelling the nafs, compelling your lower self to endure hardships. That it is at its essence, it is endurance. It is enduring things that the nafs does not like. Hardships and afflictions and difficulties. Another definition he mentions is compelling the nefs to let go of things that are pleasing to it, but that are not in its best interests. Letting go of the things that the nefs finds pleasing, but that are not in your best interests. So it is preferring what is better. It is preferring that which is better for you. Even if that preferring, even if having that endurance and letting go is bitter. Even if it's bitter for your nafs, it's letting go of it because you know that that's in your best interests. And that's why it's a soldier of the intellect because it's preferring. It's looking at the long-term benefit over what might appear to be, uh, you know, what the nafs wants in the moment. So you use your mind and you say, hold on, what's actually good for me? What's actually good in my akhirah? What's actually good in my connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And even if that goes, even if that's bitter for me, even if that's difficult, I'm going to prefer that because that's what has long-term benefit. So it's, it's a soldier of the intellect. It is allowing your intellect to direct you even if your nafs wants to take you in a different direction. So now let's look at the three different kinds of patience that Habib Umar mentions in this chapter. The first kind of patience and fortitude is patience in obedience. And he says that this is having fortitude, this is a firm resolve in performing obligations and recommended acts. And it requires endurance. Prayer requires endurance. It's not easy. Praying five times a day, getting up for fajr, being consistent. You know, uh, other acts of, of obedience, lowering your gaze, not backbiting. They're not easy, but you compel yourself, fasting the month of Ramadan, like we just experienced. And for us in the Northern Hemisphere, I know there were some people from Australia and South Africa saying we, we had winter. But for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, the days were long. It was hard and it required fortitude in order to achieve and accomplish those obligations. The second kind of patience is patience in the face of desires, that when your nafs want something, you have to uh, uh, patiently resist giving into that. That's another form of patience, and that's what we said, when the intellect realizes that something is harmful to you, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes for this thing, even if I want it, even if it's... You know, uh, uh, I feel this nagging internally or this strong force from my nafs pushing me towards that is recognizing that it's going to harm you with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So patiently facing desires and resisting them. And that's a jihad. I mean, that's a struggle. That is not easy. You know, أَعْدَائِكْ نَفْسِكَ الَّتِي بَيْنَ جنبيك, as they say, that the, uh, uh, the worst of your enemies is the nafs that lives within you. The nafs that exists within you is the worst enemy. It's difficult to fight that nafs on a daily basis. So that's the second kind of patience. And then the third kind of fortitude or patience is fortitude in the face of affliction and hardships. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in in the Qur'an that this is bound to come up in varying degrees in our lives. Allah says, ولا نبل بشيء من الخوف والجوع ونقص من الاموال والانفس والثمرات وبشر الصابرين الذين اذا اصابتهم مُصِيبَةٌ قالوا ان لله وَإِنَّا اليه راجعون اولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم Wa و هم المهتدون that Allah says we shall certainly test you with fear and hunger and loss of property lives and crops that this is part of the dunya, it's part and parcel of the world. But give good news to those who are steadfast, those who have fortitude, who have patience. Those who, when afflicted with a calamity, say, we belong to God and to Him we shall return. These people will be given blessings and mercy from their Lord, and it is they who are rightly guided. So, you know, this is one of the hardest things to to accept. But it's really critical that we do accept it, is that the world, the dunya, is a place of trials and tribulations and difficulties. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for afiyah, always. We ask Allah for well-being and for gentleness, but recognizing that this isn't paradise, this is how the world is. And those who, when they're, when they're faced with a difficulty, they're steadfast. They have that patience, they have fortitude, and they remember Allah immediately. And they say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilahi raji'un," And they connect it back to the ultimate purpose and destination. They recognize their need of Allah and they recognize the nature of this world. We're going back to Allah. We're going to leave all of this difficulty and tribulation behind. And inshallah, have something better with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, those who that's their response, they will be given blessings and mercy from their Lord. And it is they who are rightly guided. That's the third kind of patience. So that brings us to the call to action. The call to action is related directly to fortitude, but it's a test for your nafs and my nafs as well is that fortitude and patience and patience in the face of hardship and afflictions are difficult enough, but they could be even more difficult when it comes from another human being. So the call to action is think of one person you're upset with, one person that you're arguing with, one relationship that you have in your life that's being tested or that has been tested. And patiently endure the calling of your nefs to continue being mad at them. And in this moment, test yourself and do this for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Forgive whoever that is that you're upset with. Forgive them. Forgive them in, in the most complete ways that you can think of. And say, I'm going to recognize that this is part of the dunya. And this is part of the test. And I'm going to patiently endure. And I'm going to forgive them for whatever, uh, uh, for whatever problem we have between us. And inshallah, you'll be greatly rewarded for that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us and to give us strength and endurance and fortitude in the face of all the tribulations of this world and that our hearts are always connected to Him and always seeing beyond the illusory nature of this world to seeing the realities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His actions and His attributes and His essence Jalla Jaladu, we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala that he bless all of you and all of our families and the entire ummah and bring us out of afflictions into a, a state of well-being and a state of safety and a state of goodness wa wa ala wa at the door step to your abode i dismount from the right I rode and dragged my guilty feet. Alhamdulillah oh, oh, oh. The shoes come off as I knock the door, eyes downcast upon the floor, struggling to repeat. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah.